welcome to Into the Fire, a Burning Coal Theater Company podcast series. Hi, my name is Sky Gaia Parks. I am a sophomore at Enlo High School, and I wrote Punch Drunk Love. Hi, my name is Brianna Smith, and I go by Bria. I am in 12th grade, also known as a senior, and I go to Jackbird High School, and I wrote the play A Place for the Present. Hi, I'm Abigail Saloria. I'm a junior in high school, and I go to NRCA. My play is called Marry Me. How did you find out about kids writing? Oh, uh, I got an email from my acting teacher, Miss Thornton. Love you, Miss Thornton. Uh, <laughs> I got an email from her in just like the middle of the day, and I figured, hey, why not? May as well. So. I actually, after um, we wrote and directed my play, I found out, I didn't even know that this was a thing. My teacher just emailed me in the middle of this semester and was like, hey, by the way, you made it to the finals for kids, right? And I was like, what is that? <laughs> I had no idea. So it was kind of like a little gift to me, my senior president. She's like, hey, I entered you. If you didn't make it, I wasn't going to tell you. If you did, here you go, surprise. So it was kind of a out of nowhere from my teacher, Miss Bogers, which I do love very much. <laughs> um, I found out about the Kids Right Contest through um, our fine arts director, Mr. Roberts. Um, he got an email from um, your director here and uh, called me in for like a meeting because I told him like earlier in the year that um, I really enjoyed writing. And he told me about the contest and suggested I enter, so I took a shot. Very cool. Um, so have you all done any theater before? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of theater. Uh, eight years old, I saw Annie and realized that acting was a thing people could do. And since then, <laughs> it has been my whole life. Just yes. Yes. Short answer. Short answer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I feel like we all have been involved in theater and acting and things like that. I um, have been in acting classes, you know, in high school specifically. Um, we moved into our play production class, which is our competitive theater class, which is a huge opportunity. We got to go to NCTC, and that's where I really started to develop a love other than just like an audience member. I became a part of it. So I would say my theater career really started in high school and that's when I started to embrace my love for it. Yeah, um, I've never actually been involved in like a theater production, but I've always kind of been interested in just like going to see shows. Like recently um, I saw Newsies at Deepak and it was probably the best thing I've ever seen. Like. I just enjoy seeing like movies and things unfold on the stage. So, yeah. Very cool. Um, so we can go kind of down the line again. Um, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about your play? Okay. So, my play it is a uh, a house party, and it features Charlie and Chris, um, who Charlie has a huge crush on this girl, Juliet. But uh, <laughs> they are really bad at just being a person. <laughs> so it's kind of a comedy of errors as Charlie tries to somehow get up there and talk to Juliet. Wow, sounds cute. Yeah. Sounds like high school. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly. Every day of my life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's aggressively high school. <laughs> um, on the complete opposite spectrum of ah. that, mine is has nothing to do with high school. Um, appropriately, you know, in the summer, which the play will be put on, it is a Christmas play. 
because, you know, we love snow in May. Um, I wrote it during the Christmas time, of course, the holidays. I was feeling the spirits, and I was like, let's just write it. So it is a Christmas play, and it set is – let me try that again. It is – it takes place in a church, which is not a very traditional setting for me, something that I was kind of like, hey, let's try and explore this setting and how people would react in it. And basically – it's Christmas night, and the lady who runs the church decides, I'm going to open up Christmas, not open up Christmas, open up the church for people who have nowhere to go for Christmas. So basically, it, throughout the night, a bunch of characters come in, all with their different problems, and each of them are supposed to represent a moment in the main character, Claire's life. And she realizes discovering herself through the stories of these people and their hardships. You know, there's um, somebody who is a veteran who can't find a job after her injuries. There's another runaway teen. Like, it's just a big hodgepodge of characters who helps Claire discover herself. Mine feels very superficial now. <laughs> no, not at all, no. <laughs> I love it. That's so cute. Thank like, you. Oh, my goodness. Heartwarming. It's heartwarming. Yeah, it's yeah. perfect for Christmas. Yeah. Absolutely. And you it's know. Christmas in July. Christmas yeah. in it's always May. Closer. It's May. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so mine's kind of similar to yours, guy, actually. Okay. Um, so it's about um, a guy named Caleb who is taking his girlfriend out on a date. It is their 37th date, and they've been dating for a long time, and he decides, okay, I really want to propose tonight. Hmm. And um, so he tries, you know, several different times, but like a billion things keep getting in his way, and he eventually gets, yeah, like so frustrated <laughs> that he's just like, please, just like marry me. And it's... It's just kind of like, you know, this buildup of like just, you know, his expectations and in the end it just turns out perfectly even though it wasn't what he envisioned, you know. See, that's different from mine. That's, <laughs> that's what's different. Yeah, just like the whole comedy of errors, I think. Yeah. yeah. So we both got the theme going there. Yeah. Love it. Uh, was there any particular inspiration behind your play? So mine... Um, we did a playwriting unit at school, and I had tried to write plays before, but you know, never really. Nothing really hit. Yeah, nothing yeah. really stuck. Like I, I, I'd start it, and I'd get tired, and then I'd move on to a different idea that was more interesting. Uh, so I, we had this playwriting unit at school where I like had to get out there and just write a play and she was saying you have to write this you just she just basically said write a play between like five and ten pages four characters that was all the stipulations and like don't curse and like that was it and so I basically just wrote the first thing that came to my mind and then it also it was a mixture of like Scott Pilgrim and um be more chill with, is kind of oh, yeah. a little yeah a lot of pop culture yeah, kind of in there vibes of be more chill and Scott Pilgrim and like all those ones where the main character is just kind of hopelessly awkward <laughs> so yeah um I would hate to be you know like typical but I did take a lot of inspiration from my own life when I did write it it was kind of a rocky part for myself trying to figure out what's going to happen in my future figuring out what's going on with my family learning about things that happened in my family that I didn't really know and there was a lot of stuff that I would just kind of had inside of me and one day I was just like I'm gonna write a play and I had written plays before like I wrote um, one play um, Between the Lines by Christian Malkovich which was a really cool play but it, we didn't put it on 
because, you know, whatever. I'm not salty about it at all. (laughs) This one was definitely more friendly and it was more personal and I put a lot of inspiration from my own life and things that I had gone through and things that close friends that I had had gone through as well. So a lot of the inspiration is very personal, which is why the piece is very personal and very heartwarming. So yeah. Thank you. You're just complimenting me this whole time. I love it. Keep going, please. (laughs) A community here. Yeah, community. (laughs) So um, I had like two different inspirations kind of going into um, this, which was the first one was um, I took a zero hour course this year, which, you know, got to get to school early. So love that. (laughs) But it's um, creative writing. And uh, I um, have a wonderful teacher named Miss Linton who really kind of helped me grow this year and I got to experiment with characters so I kind of thought I wanted to do something you know with a lot of different things going along uh, a lot of different people kind of the conflict there and um, another thing is in that zero hour class she uh, showed us a play called the play that went wrong and in it like literally everything imaginable goes wrong and I thought it was the funniest thing ever so and I I love rom-coms so I thought you know what how about I do a rom-com but like, everything goes wrong as well. So it's so like a wrong con. A wrong con. Quick trademark that before someone takes it. That yeah. would have taken me five minutes to come up with. Yeah, yeah. on the spot, dude. Thank there you. There you go. <laughs> um, what was your favorite part of the writing process? Oh. <laughs> oh God, is there really a favorite part? The part that I wasn't crying. <laughs> oh. Me too. Um. God. Man, <laughs> um, I think going back and like, because there was a certain amount of editing that had to be done. Like there was the, the first draft was like just kind of the thing that I turned into Miss Thornton and like that was what I had for school. And then like I kind of fine tuning it and going back and saying like, oh, okay, I really want this character to be this certain way or have these certain traits or like going back through and making the jokes better and like trying to figure out like I'm an actor first and foremost so like figuring out comedic timing in writing is really interesting so yeah I mean yeah I agree totally it's it's uh, friggin' weird. (laughs) I had a I feel like I had a very unique writing experience with mine because going uh we went on a trip that lined up perfectly to when I was writing my play and we went to West Virginia and we went and visited some family that I have that lives in the mountains very secluded cell reception isn't very doesn't work that much I kind of had a Stephen King moment where I was up there looking out of the big window typing like thinking like (laughs) what am I gonna put it's like oh I can't google it I have to use my imagination and it was really uh a great experience, you know, looking out onto, oh, this is going to sound so cheesy, looking out onto nature and drawing inspiration <laughs> and just kind of using the things around me and seeing the family dynamic in, you know, the house that we were staying in, in this kind of um, cut off from the world, it's you and your work type of thing. That was definitely my favorite about it, which is like so, I feel like it's so unique and something so like that you can see it in the piece. There's this isolation that is present in it because everyone's in this one space and nothing else around it matters. And I feel like when I was in, you know, up in the mountains, I feel like that kind of reflects into my piece and it adds something completely different. So that was definitely my favorite part. I love stuff like that. All my best songs were written at 3 a.m. because I was completely alone. <laughs> it's the writer's way, you know. Yeah, yeah, sometimes, you know, writers are lonely. It's yeah. just how it is. 
<laughs> pour all our feelings out. That's how it goes. But um, I think the writing process with mine, I kind of liked everything about it, um, just because it was the first play I've ever written, and I've always kind of wanted to experiment with it. And whenever I was writing it, I kind of discovered that wow, I like this so much more than writing novels. <laughs> it's so much more fun to have like you know just people being dynamic instead of like you know these long expositional narratives. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh! He was walking through the woods for twenty minutes. He <gasps> came across a fox. Kind of. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, of course. It's just more fun to kind of have people bounce off each other and just, you know, react. Yeah. It's it's definitely unique because it's it's you're not really writing a story, it's a dialogue. Yeah. It's conversations and I think it's translated a lot better in plays. And exactly. Yeah. And with comedic timing. Of as course. Well, comedic it timing, very works important. So much better <laughs> in like that kind of uh, format than in a book in my opinion, I think. So what was the biggest challenge that you faced? Um, so when I first wrote it um, I I'm not super good at like thinking about all sides of a conversation like if there's a conversation happening I'm I'm okay I'm I'm good at doing like one-on-one conversation and I feel like I'm like that in real life too but in a whole group setting there's just so many different factors that all have to come in of all of the characters of what they're thinking and that having to I got the feedback that I needed to make the uh, characters of Juliet and Livy her best friend more dynamic and more in the story as opposed to being the focal point but not as in the story and like that having to think about how I could make it so that they would fit into this one-on-one it was yeah I'm the group conversation short answer short answer group conversation (laughs) I guess the funny answer for me would be punctuation and if Miss Bogers is going to listen to this, she is going to roll her eyes because she yelled at me so much. Where are the periods? Where are the question marks? Is that a question? Like, what's going on? She got on to me so much about punctuation because I would just start typing and I'd forget everything I learned in English and I would just go for it. But in, like, real answer, I would say I had the opportunity of directing and actually seeing my play performed. Mm-hmm. So when I, I was writing my play, I didn't expect it to go here at all. I was writing my play for the people who I wanted to play, you know, be cast and all of that. I was writing it for them. And Ms. Bogers just kept reminding me, like, you have to remember to, you know, make this for everyone, not just for, you know, your play production class. You have to make sure that everyone's going to understand it. You have to make sure that anyone can play the roles. And I think making it, like, instead of keeping it like a small personal thing, I think one of the hardest things I had was making it, something that would reach everybody, not so personal, more of like a everyone thing. So yeah. Um, I think the hardest part in the writing process for me was just coming up with like line after line. Cause like I've never really written anything comedic. So it was really difficult to kind of try to come up with like witty in the moment things that people would say. And I wanted it to sound as natural as possible, so I would mm-hmm. sit there like after writing one line, and then I knew that I want a joke here. So I sat there <laughs> for like 15 minutes going, what exactly do I want this person to say? How will it transition into the next, the next thing the other person has to say? It was just um, 
you know, kind of figuring out how I wanted to, you know, stack all this stuff and how I wanted to transition was definitely something that took time, but I'm really glad that I did take the time to do it. That is something that's hard. Because, like, I'd think of a joke, and I'd think of it, like, my dad and I have this very, like, specific us banter. Sense that we humor. Humor. Yeah, dry, yeah. Specific, like, like just stupid sense of humor where we just make a <laughs> dumb face and a noise and be rolling for hours. Yeah, and, like, too. there's the, that one, like, the intonation. I'm, I was, like, agonizing over, like, there's this one specific part where, like, they say this one line and it, it has to be the, said this very specific way or it won't be funny to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. how can I translate this? Yeah. You know what I didn't even think about? Did you guys have, a, like, a hard time naming your play? Yes. It Actually, took me yeah. a week after writing my play to even come up with, like, names. It was untitled. We went into the, like, like you know, production process with an untitled play. Yeah. I did not know what to name it. It took me so long yeah, to figure that out. Yeah, always the hardest part I know. for some reason. I but yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. I, I still don't even really like the title that I chose. Like, I, like that was just spur of the moment. Like, I saw the email that Miss Florden sent, and I was like, oh, okay. And then it said, like, it has to be titled. And I was like, oh, shoot. Um, <laughs> I guess this works. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I just wanted to ask if you guys had an issue with that, because yeah. I think I might have cried a little yeah. bit over it. I think naming the characters was hard for me. I went through, like, five different names for one guy. And I was like... <laughs> finally got it like it, it fits in perfectly but it's took it a takes while. a second yeah. yeah i will say like i tried to make charlie and chris both very like gender ambiguous so that yeah. they could be played by like anybody and like mm-hmm. at first like the naming them like i wanted them to have names that could be for anybody yeah like a yeah, unisex type yeah, yeah but they still that. wanted like i still wanted them to fit and not be like unbelievable and like all this mm-hmm. stuff it was so the writing process was hard. Yeah, just all. Yeah. Have you been to any rehearsals? No. Not. <laughs> I live almost two hours away, so I would love to be here all the time, mm-hmm. but it's just not very, you know. Yeah. Well, you're, you know, you're welcome. Yeah. Okay. Of course, yeah. My rehearsal, rehearsals for my play haven't started yet, and oh. that's. That's the one that I really want to go to because, like, um, I, I under, like, I, it would be cool to go to the other ones, but I kind of want to, like, leave y'all's plays as... Like a secret. Yeah, like, yeah. something oh, that I can, true, like, yeah. watch and enjoy, like, and while I'm watching the show, like... Of course, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, like, going, being a part of my play is something that I definitely want to do, but they have, I don't think, I think they start the 18th for me or something. Oh, They're on Saturdays and Sundays, so... Yeah. Mine starts on like Tuesday. They're during the week. Oh yeah, full time yeah. student. Oh That's yeah, not really. Both of mine have been on Wednesdays, and I have dance practice on Wednesdays. Oh goodness. <laughs> yeah. So short answer, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what do you hope they are doing or will do with your play? Mm. I really hope they get the jokes. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I, I spent so there's one word they say cheese balls once and i agonized about how i wanted to <laughs> they just fall on the floor and go mm, cheese balls and i want it like how mm, i the the jokes and then also like yeah that's yeah <laughs> the jokes i hope they aren't as stressed as i was seeing my play happen um
No, not joking. <laughs> um, I definitely want to see development in the character Irene. Um, none of you guys have read my play, mm-hmm. obviously. She is the most loud and crazy character and is somebody in my life specifically. So seeing her, just I want someone to breathe new life into her and just show me a completely different perspective. I want to see a different perspective on all the characters because I know how I see them. And I'm like, oh, this character's like this. Like, they've already changed it. They've already decided to make one of my characters a girl. And I'm like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'm excited to see this different interpretation that'll expand on what I already know. So yeah. I, ju- I just want to see something different than what I've already done. Yeah. Same here. That's really nice. Um, I hope that there is this one, one line that transitions into another moment. And I want to make sure the transition is not like, Awkward. really random you know because yeah. like, it's like two different kind of unrelated moments but like if the transition is like I'm kind of feeling the vibe of like awkward moment of like oh this one couple's being really cute and there are other people standing there going like okay how do I interject myself yeah of course yeah so that one transition is like I just I'm really excited to see like oh yeah how how that works out because I know that it doesn't necessarily make sense in my manuscript but on stage I'm sure it'll kind of blossom into something nice yeah, yeah. Um, what advice would you give other students about writing a play don't do it no, I'm joking <laughs> I'm joking uh, no I'm not I'm not joking just Ooh. save yourself the headache <laughs> honestly if if you are someone who, like me, is oh. very into writing big flowery descriptions about things, don't. <laughs> do not. Don't yeah. do it. Um, that's like my, I'm a very like visual brain person. So like when I think about things, I like think about them in terms of like how they look and like the colors and the like the way the cloaks billow in the wind and all this like visual stuff and like it's not a visual medium until it's put on the stage of course yeah so like all the visual portions of it are up to the director and the actors and the producers so don't get that there there it is there's the idea don't get too attached to how you want it to be in your brain because it's going to be completely different on stage and that's perfect so i don't like that's pretty much what i was thinking she just read my mind there we're already connected that's adorable wow yeah i definitely agree um i would say i had to cut down like i had like this long opening like oh like the snow blowing in the background blah 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 all that and Mm -hmm. my teacher was like all right cut it out I don't want to see that. This isn't a novel. It's a play. You just tell me where they need to be, say what they're saying, and I'll do the rest of it. And then it ended up where I was doing the rest of it. So I was like, joke's on you. I'm getting what I want anyway. (laughs) But no, (laughs) I would definitely say just keep it simple, but not simple enough to where it's not unique. You know, make sure you have your own personal touches in there. You know, if you want to put your stage directions in italics and bold, do that. But just don't make them two pages long. Exactly. Gosh, I've seen some crazy stage directions. I'm I'm talking a West Side Story. Mm. I'm talking to them. Mm. They need to chill. Mm. All right. <laughs> I, <laughs> but, yeah. I will say though, I do put jokes in like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put jokes in the in the stage directions and like in the descriptions of things. Like I I put little 
like jokes that little notes like yeah. hey that'll be kind of cute um, like nobody cares yeah but yeah. i just wanted to let you know it'd be cute if you did that yeah <laughs> yeah um i'd say my advice for writing a play would just be really focus on the characters mm. because they're the people driving the story Mm-hmm. And if they are not well developed, then your story won't be as impactful. It won't, you know, pack quite the punch. The point won't always get across if the characters don't know, you know, like what they're doing. Right. So just focus on making them unique individuals. That's right. what I'd say. And then let the actors do the rest of the work. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't tell the actors what to do too much because right. you're not the actor. <laughs> We're yeah. actress. Just keep it inclusive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That, that is something that I had to kind of hammer into my head. I'm not yeah. the actor here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They'll always add that special touch oh, as yeah. well. Yeah. Great. Uh, any final thoughts that you want uh, listeners, uh, audience that will be here um, the 24th and 25th, or other playwrights, or? Mm. To the other playwrights who didn't up, show up. You guys are whacking. Yeah. Catch up. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I know Abby. She goes to my school. She's awesome. I don't know what happened that she's not here right now, but girlfriend, step up your game. Get it together. Yeah. Now. This is a competition. This is finals. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I'm super excited to see yeah. you guys' plays. I'm yeah. super excited to see everyone's plays, yeah. even the people who aren't here, even though we kind of have a little bit of disdain towards them mm-hmm. for not being here. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Didn't want to meet you anyway. <laughs> um, I'm joking, of course. <laughs> I'm super excited. Um, I'm going to have the original cast, most of them who can make the two-hour drive here, so I'm super excited for them to see it. I know all of them are going to be listening. If they're not listening, I'm going to quiz them. Say, did you listen? No. Um, all of them are listening, and I just want to say I love you guys, and I'm excited for you to see how this pans out. Wish you guys were here. Um, I think just excited. Uh, excited to meet everyone, see everyone's plays, and just kind of have a good time. You know? Yes. I will say, can, can I do a little promo real quick? <laughs> I, my album is coming out soon. <laughs> Buy my EP. It's called It's a Start. It's really good, okay? I promise. She goes to art school, guys. She knows. She goes to art school. Just remember that now. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do, in fact, go to art school. Mm. Not a she, but that's cool. She's got the knowledge. Mm-hmm. All right. Fantastic. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Bye. Bye.